Happy Thanksgiving, everyone, and welcome to a special edition of the Know the News podcast. My name is Rusty Turner, and I'm the editor of the Northwest Arkansas Democrat Gazette. Our podcast, Know the News, comes to you every Friday uh, with a preview of what's coming up in the newspaper the next few days. But today, we're going to talk about something special that's uh, kicking off this weekend, and that is our annual community Christmas card program. It's a fundraiser in which we allow our readers to contribute money to a worthy cause in our community directly to them. Then we collect the names of those readers who contribute and we publish those in the newspaper right around Christmas uh, as a Christmas greeting or a holiday greeting to all of their friends and neighbors. And it's a great program. We've been doing it for many, many, many years and helping out lots and lots of great organizations. And today we're going to talk about the organization who's going to benefit from the Community Christmas Card this year, and it is the Northwest Arkansas Food Bank. And I'm joined today by the Executive Director and President of the Northwest Arkansas Food Bank, Kent Eikenberry. Welcome, Kent. Hey, Rusty. Thanks for having me. Uh, it's always a pleasure. Um, Kent, we've, we've made these contributions to the Food Bank before, uh, and, uh, and we're excited to do it again, and I know our readers will be excited to, to help you out again. But before we, before we dive into the details of this year's project, talk to us a little bit about the Food Bank, about your mission, what the Food Bank does in our community, and how it helps out people in need. Okay. Well, uh, you're right, Rusty. This is the third year that uh, the Northwest Arkansas Democrat Gazette has chosen the Food Bank to be the recipient. Um, you know, as far as what we do, we each, you and I, know somebody who's food insecure. Now, they may not have admitted it to us, but we, we know them. And because there are over 70,000 people in Benton, Carroll, Madison, or Washington County who don't know where their next meal is going to come from or, uh, at the very least, don't have the resources to put a nutritious meal on the table. So that's where the Northwest Arkansas Food Bank comes in, and, and certainly coming off of two years of COVID and, and right now seeing a period of at least unprecedented in recent history, inflation, uh, those, those residents, those neighbors in need who were living on the edge uh, are being forced into the charitable food system and, and fortunately events, programs like the, the Northwest Arkansas Democrat Gazette's Community Christmas Card allow us the resources to support those people. All right. And uh, tell us a little bit about how your organization functions. How do the resources and food collected by the food bank, how does that get out to, to people in the community in need? The easiest way to envision what we do is that we're like a wholesale grocer. And so we either purchase or collect the donated food, assimilate it, and then distribute it through 115 partner agencies. The caveat to that is that we also run our own mobile pantry, and we go into places where there's not local food pantries to make sure that we address those neighbors uh, in those food deserts. And then we also operate Feed Rogers, which is a uh, a client choice um, shopping experience uh, with hopefully with dignity and, and allows the people to pick what they need, not what we think they need. Uh, this year, we're, we're going to contribute our, uh, the proceeds from the Community Christmas Card. I think uh, last year we, we raised in the neighborhood of $20,000 mm -hmm. uh, for the food bank. And uh, I remember you, uh, you've got a little uh, uh, formula that calculates how many, how many meals that uh, that could cover. So. You know, we, uh, we 
heading into this year, we were able to generate eight meals for every dollar that we collected. Um, very frankly, with the increased inflation and the increased cost of, of goods, uh, the increased utility cost and everything else to operate the business, uh, we're, we're not getting quite that, that same formula. I think we're between uh, four, five, or six meals, something like that for a dollar. But that's yeah. still better than I can do at the house. Yeah, yeah. Well, and that's that that you know one dollar goes a long way, even mm-hmm. at uh, even at uh, five or six meals per dollar. So, uh, but but this year we're going to use the money in a little bit different different way. And so there's something really exciting going on at the food bank. Uh, uh, you've you've got a capital campaign going on, and you're about to uh, begin construction mm-hmm. on a new, very much needed, uh, larger facility. So, can you tell us a little bit about uh, what the food bank has planned uh, as far as that goes? Sure. A couple of things that that came to mind during COVID or came to became very apparent. And one of that is, one of those items was that our current facility is not large enough to support the need today, let alone tomorrow. And, you know, when you look at the estimates that in less than 15 to 20 years, the population of that four county service area is going to be well over a million people, we there's no way we could keep up with the demand at that in that same location. So we've been working on the concept of a, of a new Center for Hunger Relief uh, probably for the last five or six years and, and really got into it in earnest about the last 15 to 18 months as far as raising money and, and uh, designing a building. And, and we, have, we have come up with a plan that we're pretty excited about. It's uh, about an 82 to 84,000 square foot facility that will, in addition to just being a bigger warehouse, it will have a community kitchen, community room type thing where we can house groups of up to 100 who can come in and and have meetings. And, and there certainly is always need for meeting space in, in Northwest Arkansas. Um, our volunteer center right now, we've got about half of, a, of an aisle uh, at the food bank and, and the new volunteer center is going to be in a neighborhood of 6,000 square feet and will house up to 200 people uh, at a time. And uh, we're also working with our area protein producers to have a USDA certified repack room. And that, that allows us to take a 40 pound box of, of protein and, and repackage that into a size that a family could use. So there are a lot of things that we're going to do through the building that we can't do right now, which will enhance the services to to our neighbors in need. Um, equally as important, we're going to invest about $4 million into expanding some of our programs. Uh, one of them that I'm pretty excited about is putting kiosk in clinics and so that if a patient if the doctor recognizes that the patient is food insecure he can actually write a food prescription they can go to this kiosk and order their food prescription and and get it delivered to them or pick it up the next day so as we move towards the future we want to not only feed those people who are 
food insecure, but we want to help enhance their health by giving them a healthy option. So we're investing, like I said, about $4 million in programs and into our partner agencies that I mentioned before. Uh, it's a big project. It's a $25 million project. Uh, right now we're sitting at a little over 90% of that raised. Um, certainly, you know, um, every dollar makes a difference. And in this particular case, uh, you know, the first year we did the community Christmas card, we were around 25,000. You said around 20 to 22,000 last year. That'll make a huge difference because in addition to that actual money coming in for us to, to put towards construction, we can apply it towards the Maybe Foundation's Challenge Grant. And if we raise X amount of money and, and reach the, the goal, and, and I, I'm sorry, I don't know that number right off the top of my head, but it's somewhere in the neighborhood of three and a half to $3.7 million, which was what, in addition to what we've already raised, they'll, they'll grant us a, a $2 million to, to finish out the project. Wow. So, so the money this year from the Christmas card is going to go directly into the capital campaign mm -hmm. to, to help us reach that, uh, to help you reach that, that goal of uh, that challenge grant. And that would essentially put you over the top for your, yes, for, yes. for your uh, uh, $25 million mm -hmm. capital campaign. And, our, and, and my personal goal, and, and I don't know that we're, well, we are going to reach it. Uh, my personal goal is that when we walk into the building and, and, the first quarter of 2024, we go in uh, with zero debt. Mm -hmm. um, you know, we're going to have to see how cash flow works out. But, uh, you know, like I say, we've already received over 90% of the, the total cost pledged. And, and I know that before we finish the campaign, we will have all that money pledged to cover the expenses. It's just whether or not it'll be paid out in time to... to uh, get in there without a mortgage. Gotcha. So uh, tell us where the new location is going to be and uh, and and uh, um, a little bit about the, the schedule. You mentioned 2024 as a completion target date. Uh -huh. Yeah, yeah. It uh, the facility is at the intersection of Pleasant Grove Road, Honeysuckle Road, and 71B at the very north end of Lowell. Uh, it's across the street from Rogers, but we're in Lowell, and, uh, you know, we're really excited about that location for, for a number of reasons. It's less than five minutes to I-49, and if and when the 412 bypass is ever built, probably not in my lifetime, but when it's built, it'll just be a few minutes away in it. And Lowell is still kind of centrally located in, in the, uh, certainly along the corridor, and uh, that's where the bulk of the population that we serve uh, is located. Um, hope to start construction before the end of the month uh, by clearing out some trees and, and doing some things. Uh, but the, the projected build out is 15 to 18 months and and we're, our contract says that we can take occupancy sometime during the first quarter of 24. Okay, so a little more than a year mm -hmm. before, uh, before you would actually be in the building, and I know you had a great event back in June to, to mm -hmm. kind of kick off the public uh, uh, portion of your campaign and uh, at the site there. So, so folks have been uh, out there working, uh, trying to trying to get that last bit of money raised for 
for, for a while now. We did have our ceremonial groundbreaking in June, and, and I know you were there, and a couple of things that I pointed out. Uh, the reason we, we chose June is uh, the food bank was founded in June, uh, June of 1988. So June is our anniversary month, and then, of course, our very first president was uh, uh, June self, and, and uh, I kind of wanted to have the ceremony uh, in June in honor of her also. Yeah. So uh, I, I, I knew June uh, quite well. Uh, she was director of the food bank when we came back to town in 1991. Uh, one of the first people I met, and she was, she was quite the character. Uh, <laughs> uh, but, but she was the heart and soul of the food bank in those days. And, sure. and, and what it is today, uh, would, it wouldn't be what it is today without Oh, absolutely. June. And, and I, uh, you know, I know there's some times that... Uh, when I would have conversations with June, she would say, you know, I can't believe you've got seven trucks that you're running, and mm -hmm. I can't believe that you've got as many employees as you have. And, you know, I did all that mm -hmm. out of the trunk of my car. And, and yeah. uh, um, But June, well, you know, while she, she started it, like she said, out of the trunk of her car, but she wasn't distributing 15 million so, 15 million pounds of, of food, yeah. uh, and the population has grown a lot since 1988, yeah. as, so the need is, is much higher than it was then. Yeah, yeah. Well, she's, she's a wonderful person to honor uh, with, with, with that, and, uh, and uh, she's, I'm sure, wherever she is, very proud of the legacy and the, and, and the progress. And, and she, will, uh, she will be remembered in the new facility. Yeah. So let's just let's just leave it at that. I'm, not, right. I'm not sure exactly how, but she will she will be in a new facility looking over what I do, <laughs> watching <laughs> watching every move you make. I'm sure that's right. Yeah, with with plenty of advice, if I recall. Yeah. So, uh, all right. Well, let's talk a little bit about how the community Christmas card works. Uh, uh, the way this works is uh, is that our readers are given the opportunity to uh, to contribute. Uh, Three dollars. The suggested donation is three dollars per name, uh, and uh, those ca those cash contributions, one hundred percent of them, will go directly to the food bank. It won't pass through our our hands at all. We'll take a, the the the, uh, the money directly to the food bank to be deposited, uh, and uh, the the. Uh, Every person who donates at least three dollars will get their name published uh, in in uh, in what we call the community Christmas card, and it's a full page ad that publishes on Christmas Day, uh, and it's essentially a holiday and Christmas greeting from those who contribute to the rest of the community uh, through the newspaper. And uh, of course, any amount is is welcome. Uh, we'll accept donations with names up and through up until December twentieth. Uh, which is a, the Tuesday before Christmas. Uh, if you get us your name and your donation prior to then, then you'll get your name in the Christmas card. But we'll also accept donations after that through December 31st. As a, and again, I, as I said, 100% of that money will go directly to the food bank uh, to help with the capital campaign this year. We're hoping to uh, to, to get back to that $25,000 mark from a couple of years ago. Uh, and uh, uh, so we'll need our readers' help to do that. It's easy to contribute. There's a website. Uh, there's a link to the community Christmas card on our website at nwaonline.com. Just click on that link. That will take you to a page where you can make the donation. Uh, you can also send checks to us uh, to the community Christmas card uh, via traditional mail. Uh, that would be uh, attention community Christmas card, attention Sandy Robinson, 
uh, and the address is P.O. Box 1607 in Fayetteville, Arkansas, 72702. Um, and uh, you can also uh, bring donations to our offices at 212 Northeast Avenue in Fayetteville and our location in Bella Vista on Frontage Road um, just uh, just south of, of the Walgreens in Bella Vista. So we're, we're happy to accept those donations and we're happy to, to, to pass that money on. We'll keep our readers updated uh, three times a week. We'll tell you where, where we are with a little graphic in, uh, in the paper that, uh, that will track our, our progress along the way. And uh, we'll also have some stories along the way in the newspaper telling you exactly what, the, um, what, what your donations will be doing to help your friends and neighbors in need uh, who are, who may be facing food insecurity in Northwest Arkansas. So, Kent, uh, anything else we're missing here? Anything else you'd like to add? No, I don't think so. I think we pretty well have covered it. Um, you know, I, I chuckled to myself when you were given the website address uh, a year or two, and in full disclosure, you know, of course, uh, for those people who don't know, uh, up until seven years ago, I was an employee of this company, and... Uh, so I was at an event, and they asked about the Food Bank's website. And I said, well, you can go to the Food Bank's website at nwaonline.com. And, <laughs> and uh, the, one of the people from Tyson said, Kent, you don't work there anymore. <laughs> so, um, so when you said it, that, that brought back that, that memory. Well, uh, yeah, full disclosure, Kent and I worked together many, many years and, uh, and, uh, and, and remain uh, good friends to this day. And, but we're, uh, we're really glad uh, the, the Northwest Harvest Democrat Gazette is really very pleased to uh, be able to contribute to the food bank and the great work that you do in our community to make it, and, and so help much. make our community a better place. Uh, and I can't think of a, a, a cause. There are lots of great causes, but I can't think of a cause uh, more important than making sure that, that people, especially children uh, in our community, have, have, enough, uh, have enough to eat. So thanks for what you for do. Sure. Thank you. Um, you're right. Students, students can't learn if they're hungry. Employees are not good workers if they're hungry. And, and uh, you know, I've... I've seen the look on somebody's face when they change from a look of despair, wondering where they're going to eat, to a look of joy because somebody has, somebody has shared some food with them. So uh, I can't thank you all enough, can't thank the Democrat Gazette enough for, for their support, not only with the community Christmas card, but in general. Uh, you guys have been good partners for the food bank. I, maybe it was because they were glad to get rid of me. I don't know. <laughs> but they have, uh, they've done a lot to support the food bank. So Yeah, well, uh, the food bank's been a, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's been an important part of our community since 1988 when June founded it and uh, remains a very important part of it. So, um, well, my guest today here on Know the News has been Kent Eikenberry. He's uh, the executive director and president of the Northwest Arkansas Food Bank. Uh, and the food bank is the beneficiary this year of the Northwest Arkansas Democrat Gazette's Community Christmas Card Fundraiser. Please look for updates in, uh, in the coming days and weeks about the fundraiser. Uh, and please contribute. Uh, contribute some money so you can help folks, uh, uh, help folks uh, uh, avoid food insecurity in our region. Thanks, Kent. Thank you, Rusty. Appreciate it. Be sure to check out our story kicking off this year's Community Christmas Card Campaign in Sunday's editions of the Northwest Arkansas Democrat Gazette and the River Valley Democrat Gazette. We've got plenty of other great content coming your way this weekend.
Residents of Fayetteville fear that the community's black history is slowly disappearing, with the sale of the former Jefferson School as yet another blow. Doug Thompson will have that story. Washington County voters rejected a tax increase to pay for a $100 million jail expansion. So the sheriff's office and some county officials now want to push through a smaller $20 million COVID-related project that was put on hold during the election. Tom Sissom will tell us more. Arkansas is the seventh deadliest state in the nation when it comes to teen driver deaths. Tracy Neal looks into what some of the possible reasons are and what kids, parents, and police can do about it. Northwest Arkansas's public school enrollment rose to another all-time high this year, up 1.8% from the pre previous year. Smaller schools in the region and charter schools account for much of that increase. Dave Perosic will have the details. The University of Arkansas at Fort Smith is providing students with yet another tool for success by establishing a studio for portraits and headshots for those students beginning their post-college job searches. Monica Brick will have that story. Thomas Sassente will update us on the construction expansions happening in Fort Smith's downtown bakery district. We'll also have stories previewing the upcoming municipal runoff elections in the, in the region, and those are happening on December 6th. Early voting begins next week. We'll also have results of the UI women's soccer team's appearance in the NCAA Tournament Elite Eight and all the local high school playoff action in our weekend editions at nwaonline.com. It's Thanksgiving week, so it's appropriate for us to say how grateful we are to our subscribers who support local journalism and make it possible for us to tell the stories you want and need to know. Thanks so much for your support and trust. We work every day to keep earning it. If you're not a subscriber, we'd love to have you sign up. Just go to our website, nwaonline.com, and click the subscribe button. Or you can call us at 479-684-5509. Again, that phone number is 479-684-5509. Know the News is produced by the Newsroom of the Northwest Arkansas Democrat Gazette, and we are here with a new edition every Friday. Until next Friday, I am your host, Rusty Turner, saying so long.